Welcome to the Pool Nation Podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation live podcast. I'm your host, Edgar De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest knitter in the West, the famous Zach, the pool boy Nicholas, and today, yes, we are in studio with the Cannonball King himself, Mr. Spider. We're out here. There we go. Today, we're talking to Megan Kendrick, owner of the Pool Pro magazine, Dustin Anderson with Precision Pools. And Danielle Barr with the SPPA, owner of the SPPA. They are the winners of the Pool Pro Magazine 30 Under 40 over at the Pool Nation Awards. We're excited to have them here today. want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our visionary partners for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA. Woo! <laughs> Blu-ray, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Raypack Heritage Pool Supply, and our newest member of the Pool Nation family, Hayward Pool Products. We want to thank them for their continued support. Mr. Zacharias, what's going on, brother? I apparently have some bad mojo going on lately. Uh-oh. So I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, I used to have this black bracelet. And it was black onyx and it had my kid's name on it. And they got it for me about two years ago on Father's Day. And black onyx is supposed to help you with stress and calming and not to be superstitious, but this thing, I think it really worked and it broke recently. And I started realizing I've talked about the whole lightning strike and the dryer breaking and all of this. And my bracelet broke right before all of that. But the weird thing is it keeps continuing. And so yesterday we found out we have to remove a tree at our rental property which is not going to be very fun and cost-effective. And then last night, in the middle of the night, our uh, oven started beeping randomly, and I hopped out of bed, and I stepped on a dog toy and rolled my ankle. (laughs) And I went down hard. And I was yelling and cussing, and Leslie jumped out of bed, what's going on? And I'm like, just go figure out what that beeping is. And so today I'm limping around, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Everything bad has been happening since Wait, I recently. Wait, you're not insured with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking. No, but I'm going to call you later. <laughs> going to get it going. Let's uh, get that bracelet back and then give me a call. <laughs> Dustin, all I'm thinking through the whole time that he's talking about that is, can I have the video of that? Do you have video footage of the inside of your house, you falling over? Dude, it was bad. It was a squeaky toy and I went down hard. Do I need to buy you a new bracelet? Like, where's this bracelet? Can we Can we get it back on? Why don't you put it in your pocket? I, I need to. I repaired it and then it broke again. So I don't know Dude. if that's just part of my bad omens that I have going on or what. Put it in your pocket, my friend, and that'll solve your problem right there. <laughs> Maybe. Does it need like skin contact though to work? Oh. I think so. Yeah. That's oh. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know about that one. Megan, 
Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to be back. We're excited to have you. I Normally, mean, I'm remote like Edgar, or not Edgar, like Zach. So it's exciting to be actually in the studio this yeah. time. And it's kind of neat that you're so close by that you could be like, hey, Megan, come on down. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little break too from the husband and we love Aaron, but no, you know, a little break. Yeah. Perfect. I don't have to get on a plane, just drive down. Yeah. It's pretty good. good. I like it. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Dustin, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me in. And this is impressive. It's very cool. I appreciate that. Danielle, before I get your good mornings, I'm going to give a couple shout outs out here. Jeanette's out here. Jeanette, I don't know if you saw my post. I sent you that post. I was at the Texas Pool Supply. And of course, I walk in and who is there a picture of? Jeanette with your magazine on there. Oh, man, I need a picture of the picture. (laughs) I have it. I'll send you. I want to see it. I sent her one, me pointing at it and stuff like that. And so, of course, I was talking to Trey and Trey was all mad because she's a little bit further. There's some news that we could talk about. I don't know if we could talk about it, Jeanette. But anyways, she's going to be buying from that other Texas pool supply for a really good reason. And so Trey was mad going, that's not going anywhere. That's staying here. So I'm like, I can't take it. It was like, no. I love it when I see people like... I don't know, see Pool Pro in the wild. And it's really fun when people get excited about that or other people are excited for them and embarrass them. It's fun. Yeah. And so they have it framed and everything up at the So it's kind of neat. That's awesome. Anyways, Adam, big shout out to you out there. Michael, good morning. Looking forward for you to coming out here. What, in about two, three weeks coming out? Our boy, Jay Brakefield, big shout out to you. And then, by the way, Michael is saying, Zach, to just hurry up and just buy that new bracelet for 2024. Sounds like you need to do that. So... Danielle. Hi. 30 minutes into the podcast. Good morning. How are you? Oh, good. (laughs) Feeling good today. A lot better than the last podcast. (laughs) Right? But those are the fun stories. Yeah. yeah. So I do want you to know that we look forward to you coming over because it's always a hoot and there's always a story to tell afterwards. So we were excited. And yesterday just did not disappoint. Right, Megan? 100%. I knew I was going to have a good time. And yeah, I certainly did. (laughs) Yeah. So Dustin, we'll just have to figure out. So Zach, I couldn't take them out to barbecue. I was going to take them out to Salina, but I didn't get to because I read Danielle. Yeah, I got there and they like, we knew you would say you want to go get steak. Yeah. So she was like, (laughs) steakhouse, let's go. But it was really good. It it doesn't disappoint, right? Yeah. 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 We went over to Del Frisco, Zach, over and have you been to Del Frisco? I don't think you've been to Del Frisco. I think we went there last time. Oh, that's right. That's right. That you wore your hat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So here we are. Everybody's all dressed well. And here he is with a pool boy's hat on. You did get a nice shirt, though. You had to go shopping. (laughs) I oh, she took you shopping too? No. 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 Oh, oh. That's, <laughs> we that's disappointing. JC Penny. <laughs> Dustin, that's the language that Zach and I talk. You know, <laughs> we're JC Penny guys. I, I totally get and, it. And he didn't have any pants, and we were going to this nice restaurant. So we were driving to the men's warehouse trying to look for stuff. JC Penny versus what, Danielle? Louis Vuitton, Gucci <laughs> was my favorite. You know I get the hotel here, right there on that street. Yeah. All the shopping. Right on Legacy West. She's been her heaven. And I may make my plane flight a little bit later, too, just in case. Oh, I have to do some more shopping. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I heard I you, make, you were making plans to go back and see the sales guy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he was very nice. Super he was. Nice. Yes. I do have to tell you something that was hilarious. So Megan and I are sitting there talking. We're distracted. You guys start to leave. And then I turned to the guy and I'm like, where did they go? And he's like, oh, they're walking over to Gucci. And I'm like, she's telling me I'm going over to Gucci and the sales guy is telling me where they're going. (laughs) (laughs) But it is fun to watch you in that environment, I do have to say. 
I get really excited. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. We should have recorded. See, Zach, this is what happens to me. I was just talking about it, that I don't take enough pictures and I don't take enough video. Wouldn't it be cool to have seen her with a little video in that? It would have been great. All I have is like a picture of the shoes that I wanted to get. I sent to Aaron and was like, how about these? They're only $990. And he's like, what? <laughs> you better not come home with those. <laughs> you know what you could do is you could do the girl math thing and just say that she bought them for you. I'm on a business trip, right? So the business can buy them. Right, is that how, right, that, is that right. how business ownership could, works? Yeah. My, my accountant, I'm sure, would love that. It's a write-off. Right, right. That's what everyone loves to tell you. Oh, it's just a write-off, but it's still my money. Yeah. <laughs> Who's paying for the write-off? I don't know. Whoever, it's a yeah. write-off. Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Gucci is not in a uniform for any yeah. time. I don't think it's so. Not. Yeah, They don't let you write off your makeup or your hair or I any know. of your stuff when you got to do things like this. It's just really unfair. That's not right. I think that should be a write-off, right? I definitely do. You just have to be prepared to explain it in an audit, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure, Danielle, you explained that to your husband that way, right? This yeah. is a business trip and we have to write off the He's glasses. And the, you know. <laughs> the reason I need sunglasses again is... <laughs> Edgar said that I needed some for a picture and I didn't have any, <laughs> yeah. so I had to go buy some. I accidentally forgot my sunglasses too. <laughs> I lost them. <laughs> so, Zach, this is our third time here, third pair of sunglasses. <laughs> I think her husband is just going to be like, you know what, Edgar, you're a bad influence in my life. So no more playing together with you guys. It's cheaper than a purse. So <laughs> there's the girl math right there. Yeah. I think you did pretty good walking out with all yeah. your pair of sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Anyways, Michael is saying, write them off. Like, why not? Hey, big shout out to Kevin out there. And then Michael saying that, Megan, it's corporate attire. You should oh, write it off. That's what I think, too. Did you know Michael's on our panel this year for the magazine? Yes. He's doing such a good job, too. So, so tell us a little bit about that, that panel. We just ask the same question to a group of people in the industry. And I try to get people from different areas of the country and people who have different sized businesses, sometimes different aspects like owners versus managers and whatever. We ask them all the same question and they tell us what they think. And it's really fun. Sometimes they're kind of duds. This panel is really good. These guys are really into it and they send me great answers. Although the last question I sent them, nobody liked. So I had to just I had redo to it. One. Yeah, that's the bad thing is when I come up with the questions, sometimes they're like, what is she talking about? <laughs> and that was the last one. Everyone's like, I'm not talking about that. I don't have anything to say. But yeah, no, he's doing a really great job. It's been fun having him on there. He's saying, Megan, I'm sending you the current one today. Okay. So he's gonna... Yeah, that was my do-over. <laughs> it kind of sounds like, was he due on it? No, this was totally my fault because okay. the first one bombed. And then my editor, Bethany, is like, Megan are you going to send them something else? Like, we don't have anything. And I'm like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then it's like, hey, can you send me something like this week? So <laughs> it's my fault, not his fault. That's awesome. Because I was going to call him out on it because he no. makes fun of me all the time. Yeah, so no, I was no, ready no. to get even, but no, here I am. It's no. me. It's yep. me. I'm the problem. And then you have Adam going, hey, you guys have first world problems out there. Adam, we take it how we take it. And we enjoy it along the ride. And we created a little story. We'll always remember. Yes. Dustin is always going to remember that trip. I'll his, never forget. His it. first trip that he's like, I better not say anything, no, you right? Oh, it. I almost screwed it up. Yeah. Come on, Edgar. Oh, damn. Let's just say it's Valentine's Day again. Next uh, time we'll talk about it. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's cut these feeds off over here so we can talk about it. <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. Before we get started, I want to kind of do a couple of the housekeeping notes. So I'm going to go in the robot mode here. So March 1st and 2nd, we are going to be doing a boot camp out at Heritage Pool Supply. And Megan, you're coming down, right? I'm super excited. I want to do all the hands-on things or at least watch people do the hands-on things because I'm such a nerd about equipment. <laughs> 
<laughs> as Dustin well knows. And I'll tell you, it's fun. Even I was sitting there last time just stripping wires because it's like you get into the room and everybody's got tools in their hands and I'm like playing. So it'll be fun. So we are doing three series on this boot camp. We are going to have some business classes that are going to be very cool. We're going to be talking about the foundations that you need in order to be able to scale. Shoot, we could have had Dustin talk about some of those too. You don't want me teaching it. <laughs> we are going to be doing a hiring, understanding the hiring process, building your future, goal-setting fundamentals for business owners. And we're going to be doing an influence and persuasion class that is going to be really exciting. Even I'm taking that one. We're also going to be doing all of our hands-on classes. We're going to be doing automation, high voltage, low voltage, salt systems. We will do pump installs. And then we also are going to be doing a ray pack heater class. That one's fun because they pull out the blowers and you walk into the room and there's just parts everywhere all over the place. So so that's March 1st and 2nd. Anybody that's interested, go to poolnation.com. You can register through there. We are getting very close to being sold out to that event. And then March 26th and 27th, we'll be out at the Western Pool and Spa Show. We're going to be doing the boot camp. So those two days will be just hands-on classes because then during the show, we'll actually be doing all the classes that we do during the show. And then May 17th, we'll be out in Oxnard, California. That'll be our first 201 series class with Raypack where you actually get to go in and it's kind of neat because they could trigger whatever error. So for Dustin, they would probably switch the blower off and he'd have to replace the blower. And, oh. you know, Danielle might be able to do just a temp sensor so they could grab that heater and fault it however they want. And then your job is to trace it back and be able to fix it. And the neat thing is the way that they're set up, they have water running through them. So if you fix it, you turn it on and it fires up. That's, That's cool. awesome. Wait. And this is at their headquarters? Yes. So, like, do they manufacture there? Like, did you guys see how they're made, or is it just, like, training headquarters? I think they manufacture some stuff there. Sign me up. Sign me up. Okay, because that one, we were only doing 40 people, because it's going to be a little bit more intimate, so I'll have to get you for that one. Well, I love to go see... We were talking about this the other day. I love to see how things are made, and, like, as soon as you walk in the door, you instantly know the personality of that company, and it's just so fascinating to me, so I was... Just add one more travel date to my uh, <laughs> list. No big deal. <laughs> I don't know how you do it because you really have to be in a lot of those places. It's fun, but yeah, it's part of the family. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Is Aaron, though, pretty good about it? You got him trained now? Does he understand? He He's great about it. I mean, he doesn't like it, though. And it's not so much that anyone has a problem with it. It's just, you know, when your kids are young enough, like leaving is hard and then reentry is hard. It's just, you know, we have a four-year-old and she loves her mom and just lots of emotions through the whole thing. And they display in weird ways, like suddenly they just don't sleep for two nights. And so when it's often, it just feels like you can never get into a good rhythm again. Yeah. Sorry, that's boring. If you guys want to know about my <laughs> home life, just <laughs> let me know. <laughs> For you, it's tough because you really have to be at all of the events. I feel like I don't go to as many of them as I should because we just can't. Like our team is too small. So we don't go to some of the regional shows that I really would love to see. I'd love to see the Southwest show. I'd love to see the Under the Sun show. I just can't. So maybe one day. Actually, I'm sending someone else from my team. This is exciting. We're big enough now with all three of us that I'm sending someone else to the Southwest show for a day this year. And so that's fun. I don't have to be the one to do it. That's fun. And that's next week, right? Yeah, it's next that's week. crazy. Over Valentine's yeah. right, or right after. I would have gone, day. but my mother-in-law is coming into town the day before. And so I need to probably be home. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah. Score some points there for when you're traveling. Well, yeah, she's coming to babysit because we're going out of town. So. Oh. <laughs> 
Anyways, and then November 9th, 10th, and 11th, we will be out in Dallas at the PSP Expo. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I think that's all our housekeeping notes. Zach, am I missing anything? John called me out last time. I forgot something. He called me out. I can count on him to make fun of me. Zach got his coffee finally. I saw that. You got your coffee? <laughs> I did. I need a cup of coffee. Me too. Anyways. All right, guys, I think we want to jump off. Megan, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I can go first. Let's do it. Yeah. The reason you guys are here is because you are our 30 under 40s of the year. And so I guess I'm just curious. I've never really talked to anybody about what it's like to actually win the award and what that experience is like being there and getting up on stage and doing the whole thing. You guys both had an entourage with you. So yeah, what was that like for you to go to Vegas and, and then actually win? It was cool. I definitely have never done anything like that. Even the preparation for it and I mean, just being part of it is, you know, I'm a derelict pool guy from San Diego. I don't know why anybody <laughs> votes for me, but it was cool. Something that I will always remember is me and my wife, Jackie, we had decided to bring the part of our crew with us and booking the hotel rooms and just being able to like, hey, we're all grown up now. We actually are able to bring our crew out to Vegas and they were super stoked to be a part of it. And yeah, the whole thing was amazing. And then winning is weird because yeah. you want to win, but I just told myself that's probably not going to happen. The other people that are in that category are all super cool people that have probably more impressive resumes than I do. And it was surprising, but very cool. Yeah, I felt like this year's group was deep. I typically can guess who I think is going to win. And this year I was like, I don't know who's going to win. There's some really strong people in this one and just had like great stories, like backstories and history in the industry. Congratulations. I mean, well-deserved. And it was really fun to see your whole team there. And they were so excited for you. It was really sweet, actually. <laughs> oh, it was super cool. And San Diego, Danielle, and then Aiden Dunn from Classic Pools won Pool Man of the Year, which is yeah. super cool, too. So, yeah, San Diego did well this year. It really did. So tell me, what was it like? And this year was a little bit bigger, right? So it was close to 350 uh -huh. people, right? So I think this year was a little bit more intimidating. And you're sitting at the table. What's going through your mind at that time when they are just... Because we don't share with everybody who wins, and that's the fun of it. But what was it like when you hear your name? Yeah, it's weird. It, it's <laughs> it's weird. A, it's, yeah, it's a weird feeling, hard to describe. I'll tell you, it was weird going on stage. I talk in front of people sometimes, but talking in front of people on a stage with mm -hmm. bright lights, I wasn't sure exactly what was going to happen, if I was going to cry or... <laughs> it was an odd feeling. I was having like a hard time breathing and uh -huh. it was just kind of overall strange. So, Did you prepare um, something to say? Like, did you have some notes or did you just go up there cold? I did think about it. I didn't okay. have notes or anything, yeah. but I thought about what I wanted to say. I knew that I wanted to try to think a couple of people. I remember thinking it's going to be weird if I really screw something up. And I remember thinking I'm going to forget my kids' names or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just a weird experience. But it was very cool to go up there. And yeah, the, hearing everybody cheer for you too is cool. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, weird experience. Everybody busted out screaming when you won it. Well, that's the wise part about bringing an entourage because you got your cheerleaders there for you. They cheered for sure. Yeah, yeah it was, was awesome. Cool. I know that there was a couple, that, probably the whole team, but there was a couple of the guys on your team that were really stoked that you won. Yeah, it was cool. And I know that I hope they voted for me. I didn't get to see that list. <laughs> we did talk about that. That would be nice if we could see who actually voted for you because people will tell you that they vote for you. Mm -hmm. And it's a small investment in time. It's not just clicking somebody's name. You had to like fill out a couple things. So a lot of times people would say, oh, hey, congratulations. Like you're totally going to win. I voted for you. And I'm like, mm. I know you. <laughs> it's hard to get you to do anything, so <laughs> I'm not sure you voted for me, but I guess they did vote for me, so it was really cool. And thank you for 
oh. including me. It was our pleasure. It's not like we really did a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's the beauty of it, right? That's mm-hmm. what I love about the 30 under 40. You don't have to be part of a group, part of an association. It's like you have some peer that's out in the field that thinking, you know what? Dustin's a badass and I needed to nominate him for the 30 under 40. And then you put it out and you just let people go out and vote. You can be in the industry for six months. You can be in the industry for 30 years. Really, the only barrier is your age. You can come from any aspect of the industry. This year, we had Sarah, who's an underwater photographer, which I thought was so cool. Like just a completely different part of the industry that no one really thinks about. But we got a ton of great people this year. We had the most entries we've ever had. And just from a whole wide swath of the industry was awesome. That is cool. It's fun to watch from year one. And Megan's been on this journey with us since the beginning. Yeah. So remember the first year, it was like 100, 120 people in the room uh-huh. and, and it wasn't as big. But to watch the amount of people that are getting nominated now, we had a little bit of a struggle, which we're going to have to address as the years move on because it's pool guy of the year. How many guys got nominated? Mm, There's a lot. There was a lot. There was like, I don't remember if it was 12 or 16, but there's a lot of people that are nominated. And then you're like, wow, do we shorten that? And then if we do shorten it, now we have to start coming up with you criteria, know, criteria mm-hmm. and which I'll need to talk to you about because I'm sure for next year, we're going to have to come it's up with hard. some. We've had to get a lot more strict and a lot more efficient in how we do it because the more people that enter, the more you have to figure out, okay, how do we actually pick these winners? We didn't have only 30 people. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've had for pool guy, a pool girl of the year, we've had people nominated, but they don't service pools, right? Maybe they only do repairs. So a lot of it is it has to be somebody that does both and stuff like that. But it was exciting to see so many people and watch it over the last three years grow. I'm excited for Vegas. The the event is spectacular. I don't get out in formal wear very much. (laughs) So it's like to see all these pool pros and people that you've maybe never met them, but you've seen them on Instagram or something and then everybody's all dressed up. It's, It's pretty cool. I don't know if it's me. Maybe I'm making it up, Zach, from my intention of it. But to me, it just feels like this really big hangout. It doesn't feel yeah. like this weird, great, proper big, fun party. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> Spider was there. Oh, you were. Oh, that's yeah, right. and he yeah, presented yeah, a category yeah. too. Yeah, we were joking on the podcast, and I'm like, "Hey, Spider, you want to go?" I go, "I'm doing it on the air." He's like, "I'm going." Next thing, I'm talking to him. Yeah, requested the time off, booked my room, and we're going. So. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I get really excited because it's all these people in the same room, and I'm like, all these people that I need to talk to about things, and it's they're here. <laughs> so it's like they're they're stuck here, and so my team is like, "Megan, are you going to sit down and eat?" And it's like, "Nope, I'm going to go sneak up to that person at the bar and pretend like I'm standing in line with them when really I need to." Talk talk to them about something. That's awesome. That's good. That's that's a room full of legends. There's people you're not going to cross paths with regularly. You're not going to see a lot of these guys at trade shows. 100%. That's Um, why you got to get them while you can. So I look like a crazy person (laughs) running around every table being like, hi. (laughs) Can I talk to you outside? Uh (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So how about for you, Danielle? What was that experience like for you? Because you have been to the awards before. You've been been to the awards every year. You've presented awards. So you kind of knew a little bit more what to expect probably than Dustin did. So I actually was presenting that night and I all of a sudden got this ocular headache. I don't know if you've ever had one of those, but you can't see out of like half of your eye. It's the weirdest thing. And I knew that I had to read this thing and say, present someone. And I ran up to Edgar. I'm like, dude, I can't see out of my eye. And he's like, what? 
So that first happened, I think it was like nerves. And I finally like, okay, calm down. My friends were there. The girls from my office were there. And I told them like, I'm not going to win. So I know that you guys came all the way out here. And thank you for coming here. We're having a good time, but I'm not going to win. So I literally was sitting there. And when they called my name, I said a couple bad words. And then I got up. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And then I like walked up there. It's kind of a surreal moment. And I had nothing planned to say. But I think what I did say is that all the ladies up there are winners in my eyes. And that is really, truly what I felt. I felt like all of the women that they were amazing. They also should have been picked if we could all be up there. So I felt like I held that trophy for them, which was really cool. And it was awesome. The lights are like super in your eyes. And so you can't see anyone. And you're like, what do I do with my hands? But other than that... I can't believe you winged that speech because I remember thinking that it was really great. And I remember being moved by what you said about women in the industry and that representation. And I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. It was, I, <laughs> I would know. have bungled it. I thought I was going to. And I thought I was going to fall off the stage, all that stuff. It all worked out. So yeah. <laughs> glad. You did I'm good. Glad I'm okay. <laughs> Edgar turned the lights up for me so that I couldn't see out there, like putting the blinders on a horse so I would be able to do my job without freaking out. Which he was freaking out about doing. So and the he fir- was awesome. The first year it was mean what we did to John. We're standing up on the stage. And so Zach was freaked out. He didn't want to be on the stage. And I'm like, Zach, all you have to do is go there, manage the laptop. You don't have to do anything. Once he got comfortable with that, I said, okay, maybe you'll be on the stage and just talk with us a little bit. And then when he got comfortable with that, I'm like, okay, so you're going to have a little speech, but it's just a little bit, Zach, just don't worry about it. But we were mean to John because we didn't say anything to John. And then right then and there, when we were ready to start, we just handed him the mic and said, here, you're going to emcee this. And Zach and I just walked off the stage. That's tough. <laughs> so John's like, like oh. what? And so the second year we had John do it because he had a year under his belt. And then last year, I'm like, Zach, it's time for you to take over. And yeah, you did a great job too. I mean, you seem like a, a natural. And I feel like from year one, I could tell you guys were nervous. But this year, no, you looked like pros up there. It's funny that she said that because it's true. I was thinking about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. the first one, we were a little, nervous and we were walking to the back of the stage. I almost fell off the back of the stage (laughs) Uh and all that kind of stuff. And then this time it was all like, okay, let's do it and just get up there. But yeah, but you killed it, Zach. Thank you. By the way, just to let you know, you're doing next year. Uh, So anyways, (laughs) let's see here. As a new girl on the block, I'm excited to see the strong women presence showing up. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Big shout out to you awesome. out there. Thanks for joining us on here, Christine. Alicia's out there. Big shout out to Alicia, trainer of the year. We love That's you, girl. Right. We'll yeah. see you here in... She's dope. Is she in a couple years? Yeah, you're dope. That's what you are. <laughs> you're dope. Let's see here. We have Pool Tech Johnny. What's up, brother? Shout out to you. Academy Pools. Ed from Nola Pola Guru out there. Photography by Chase. What's going on? Lewis and our boy, the pool assassin, is on here. Joey, what's up? Come on, give him a shout out. What's up to the pool assassin, Joey Music? And uh, photography by Chase is Gary Chase. He's also one of our guys. There He's you our, go. One of our repair tech. So That's awesome. Love you guys. Thanks for showing up to probably, you're roasting me right now. I know that. <laughs> Are they roasting you right, right now? No, I know they're talking <laughs> all types of smack about me. Can you do me a favor? Can you type that in the chat right here? And Please. I promise you that I will read it. I sign your so, paycheck. So. Uh, <laughs> I will read it right here for sure. Anyways, Bronzini, big shout out to you as well. And Classic Pool and Spa, Paradise Pool. Our boy Benny's out there. Benny Romo, keep killing it out there. 
New shout out to Classic Pool and Spa too. That's Aiden Dunn. Yes, Aiden, I got your message. I will reach back out to you here this week. And uh, we got to schedule theirs to come out for the Pool Guy and Pool Girl of the Year. Normally do that over the summertime. So anyways, Danielle, I do have to tell you, I was really excited to see you win the 30 under 40. And I have to apologize because... You came and presented the category, and then you were, I think, on your way back to your chair, right? Yeah. And then you won, and you had to come right yeah. back on stage. Poor planning in your part. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I just didn't, you know. We sat kind of far away, so I got to sit down for a second, took a drink of water, and then all of a sudden, they call my name. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so. And Danielle had, like, an outfit change even, too. Yeah. So she, had, she came, like, totally prepared because she had her dress for the award, and then she had her dress for the after party. And I was like, man, I need to schedule an like outfit change. Next time. When I had to go back and change my boots because yeah. I want to wear my sparkle boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When in Texas. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, I do have Brian Croissant, Danielle, and Megan. Yay. Todd's Pool Service. Good morning, guys. And then Brian is saying, Danielle is one of my favorite peeps in oh, the industry. We love you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> How come you didn't come last night to have dinner with us and pick up the check, Brian? Yeah. Right. Where were time. you? He's Gosh. messaging us now. Because he knows that you're getting ready to leave. No, he's going to be so mad at me because I didn't text him and say I was here. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so we're super excited for both of you to see you guys win. I have to admit, so I knew that Dustin was going to win. So when he showed up with the entourage, I was like, yes, it's going to be awesome. And then I knew that you were showing up with your entourage and you did something very cool which you had two tickets and you gave two tickets yeah. away and you have two people yeah. come. She, oh, I didn't she know gave, that. Yeah, so I because gave. of her sponsorship, she has like eight tickets and she had two tickets and she gave two of them away to somebody from the SPPA. Yeah, I got two members, him and his wife. They actually both do pools and then they also got him a hotel room. So it was oh, nice for awesome. them. They said they hadn't had a I vacation in a really long time. So it was really cool. Yeah. Wow. So, well, so... I know that Danielle's been on the podcast many times. I don't know how many times. How many times have you been on the podcast? Oh, three or four times. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I feel like probably people have a good idea of your backstory in the industry, but we need a little bit of Dustin's backstory, I feel like, for everybody. I've heard the story, but we were sitting here earlier, and these guys have won 30 under 40, but they both have been in the industry for 20 plus years. (laughs) And it's it's cool, too, because I remember when I first started selling insurance for a different company, and I remember him walking in, and I sold like a policy to him back That's then. Amazing. And I was probably 18 and what you 19 or 20. Yeah. And so that long ago and yeah. we're from the same town. So it's yeah. kind of cool being out here and yeah, watching it's us awesome. get old together. No, well, and you, <laughs> so, you, you have all these old people together. <laughs> but still we're the under, 30 and 40s, but. <laughs> That's why you won. People are like, we got to hurry and get these guys in there. I barely made it. The Joey probably went, let's nominate the next year he's done. Yeah, I'm out of the way now. Now I'm, I'm making room for people like Joey and Donnie. <laughs> so how did you get into the pool industry, Dustin? I turned in an application at Taco Bell and Leslie's Pool Supply on the same day. And then Leslie's called me back. Taco Bell didn't want me. So it could have been different. Never stopped. Just Leslie's Pool Supply was my first job. I worked there for about six years and I really enjoyed that. It was my family's not pool people. I'm not from pool industry, but I just started at a young age having a job. I just always had I just always worked. And so retail, I know that anyone listening would tell you, and I know you've been around retail. Retail's tough. You have slow days and I can't sit still. It was wearing me down. We would have days where you'd get one or two customers all day, payrolls for one person to run the store. It's just so slow. And when it's busy, retail is super fun. I love it. And and I was telling Edgar, if if it wasn't for my really smart wife, I'd probably have retail stores that have failed because I still love retail, but she knows that I'll 
probably screw it up, but I think I did well there, but I wanted out of being inside all day. So I did a small amount of time at another pool company at the time. They had asked me like, hey, we want to build a couple of retail stores. They had about 400 residential pools at the time. I came over and was like a service manager. I actually did clean pools for a short amount of time, but did a couple things for them. And then that company was just dissolving. It just wasn't working out. People were going different ways. And so I thought at the time I had just met my girlfriend, wife now, Jackie, and she was like a property manager. So she was like a leasing manager for an apartment complex and she had cheap rent. And basically she told me, Hey, if you want to start a business, I know you're, that's what you want to do, but now's the time. We'll probably never be able to afford to do that again. Just one account at a time. I actually had interviewed for a job as a service tech with another company that they had called me back and asked me, we want to offer you this job. But at that same day I had got a call from a director of engineering and they had offered me an account that was big enough to probably at least just pay the bills. So I passed on the pool service job and took the commercial account and then Really, the rest is history. I think it's a probably similar story to everybody. We didn't buy any accounts. We just built them one at a time. You stretch until you're just bursting at the seams. You're servicing as many pools as you possibly can. You're probably, everybody gets to the point where you're just doing a terrible job because you have too much and then you hire a person and then you take a huge step backwards where now you're losing money to pay a person and just did that over and over again. And we've got to the point where I think we've got officially something like 14 employees now, and we're not the biggest by any means. We're a good-sized company. We do a lot of commercial pools and just built Precision Aquatics from the ground up. Did you know from the start that you wanted to focus on commercial? You have a couple residential accounts, but you mostly do commercial, right? Yeah, we have some residential. To be completely honest, I don't have a lot of passion for backyard pools. I just... It's not for me. I have some guys on my team that are really good at backyard pool stuff, and, and I'm super proud of them. And I have guys like Robert Swank, he's our service manager, and he's in charge of the backyard stuff. And we just have some really good pool guys that do that. But I'm personally not great at it. Every time somebody calls me and complains about something, I get so pissed that it ruins my day. Commercial pools, they're less personal. I think what I'm good at is like managing... There's a corporate budget that we can get money out of. It's not personal. It's hard for me to get money out of Mrs. Jones hard-earned paycheck, but corporate budgets, HOAs, things like that. That's what I like to do. And so I didn't know from the beginning, but Leslie's kind of exposes you to everything. We did commercial cold calls. We had some commercial accounts that we would sell product to. I think I just slowly evolved into wanting to do more commercial. And now I think that's what we're best at. We do the most of it. It's probably what we're known for in San Diego is we we have a good amount of commercial accounts, but we have really good ones. I'm super proud of the the accounts that we have because they're good accounts. Yeah. I think we talked about it when we did like the Instagram live with the nominees, but I actually got to go out about, it was about this time of year last year and Dustin and his guys took me around and showed me some of their accounts and it was super cool because I don't get the chance to see commercial pump rooms very often. And so it was fascinating. I learned a lot. I told him that we're finally doing, I think my last story idea in our next issue (laughs) that came from going out there with them. So it was really cool to see how they operate and learn about all of that. It was awesome. It was cool to show you. No one's ever interested. So when somebody doesn't get to see him wants to actually see pump rooms and pulls, they're like, let's go. I I'm know. Sure. I'm pretty nerdy. Oh. I want to see a manufacturing facility and in pump rooms. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, do you have to say how many people have ever asked you to go look at pump rooms? Not a shield um, Just for fun? One? Just for the kicks and yeah, giggles? Yeah, just this one. <laughs> <laughs> just this one weirdo. Yeah. But. Who else has some cool pump rooms they want to show me? I'm always down. <laughs> All about it. It's fun. And, you know, San Diego, for anybody that hasn't been, is a beautiful place. And yeah. we went to a couple of cool pools. We do some pools down in downtown San Diego that are on rooftops. So it's just cool to be there. You know, I don't get out to those pools every day. It's not on my route. That's Joey, the pool assassin. So if you ever look at our Instagram, Precision Aquatics SD, 
it's all cool stuff. He does a good job. Joey does yeah, most of those videos. Job. Gary does a lot of our videos too, but we just like to show them because a lot of the pools aren't spectacular. They're just small pools, but they're on these rooftops. We have a couple like on the 30th floor that just overlook the Coronado Bridge and all the really cool, beautiful stuff in San Diego. It's a great place to work. It's expensive and it's hard to live there, but I think they're probably some of the coolest pools. The fact that you guys are in San Diego was not a detriment to me <laughs> wanting to go out there <laughs> in like February. Yeah. So, and it, yeah, you're right. It was absolutely beautiful. The view from that first pool that we went to. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you are welcome. Anytime we'll show you pump rooms. We might just put you to work next time. Oh, even better. Well, now once I go to the boot camp and I'll know oh, how to, oh. I'll know how to do a few things. I can yeah, show off my, my new skills. Yeah, I heard you want to pull a uh, blower off a Ray Pack heater or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, whatever happened to Megan from Pool Pro Bag? Oh, she owns her own pool company now. <laughs> you she guys, does, do not it. tempt me because there are days where I'm like, I would much rather be out there cleaning the pool than sitting behind this desk right now. Like, do not. Well, I could probably change your mind pretty quick. Well, we get quite a few code browns that we could. Oh, know. true. Uh, there was the one time when we lived in Arizona, we had a little pool in the house that we rented and a bird was dead in the skimmer and Aaron was gone and I had to deal with it and I was not pleased. Megan, so all day, every day. Oh, okay. birds. Pass, pass. Oh, yeah. Birds? That's nothing. All right. All right, all right. Yeah, birds and mice and pools. How, how about when you get the mice or the rats that have been there forever and they yeah. blow up and you get that smell oh. in your nose and you have yeah. it for three days? It yeah. doesn't matter. It, it sticks. just sticks it into that Never brain. mind. I take back everything so, I just said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, big shout out to the Beach Boys out there, Blue Dream Pools, Mr. Mark Bravo. What's going on, brother? And Christopher Scott from Hayward. Big shout out to you out there. So... We're excited to have you back. Every time you come here, it's a hoot. Thank you. I didn't know I was that popular. You are. You're very popular, right? <laughs> Every time I talk to Danielle, though, I learn something new. I can never get over like how smart and like determined and what a great entrepreneur you are. Like whenever I listen to her to talk about something, I'm like, that woman knows what she's doing. Thank you. Is it that, <laughs> or do I like to talk too much? No, no, no. I definitely am like, this is impressive. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Dustin, so you have 14 guys working for you? Yeah, I think it's around 14 guys. I don't want to mention too, my dad works for me now. So well, uh -huh. he's been working for us for about 10 years. So he's one of my favorite employees because I always consider my dad working with us. It's, you know, it's awesome to work with my dad, but it's like payback for all the, the lawns <laughs> that I had to mow when I was a kid, you know, all the stuff there. But yeah, so my dad works for us. And then, yeah, we've got 13 other just you know, rock stars, assassins, Joey. I know a lot of people know Joey, but we have a bunch of other people that are just like Joey. And I'm super proud of the team that we've got. That's what I'm definitely most proud of with just what we've done is, is we have like crazy cool people that work for us. At what point did you, because I'm sure it's probably just like a lot of the guy stories out there, you get out there, you start your business, you put your head down, you just plow through everything that kind of comes in your way and you don't really stop and look at what you've built, at what stage were you able to like all of a sudden have a little bit of an aha moment and go, crap, I got 14 guys and girls working for me, right? I've had my head down. I didn't see that. At what moment did you see that through your journey? When we booked the rooms for Vegas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, honestly, that's yeah. a big moment. Yeah. I'm in it every day. So I'm operations guy. So I'm, I direct traffic. I'm taking in problems and assigning them to people. And I'm just in it. I mean, I do recognize daily how amazing the people are that work for me and what we have. But yeah, it's moments like that where you get to 
I remember there were times when I would go to a trade show and I would say, I'd really like it if this guy could come with us, but it's $250 a night for a hotel room. And I'm just not sure we're even going to make payroll. So how good of a decision is that? And so now to just be able to say, hey, this is a business expense that makes sense. And, and I think it means a lot to them to do stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's probably the best example I could give you. That's awesome. Well, and it's cool listening to you talk about your team being the thing that you're most proud of, because I think for both of you, the thing that I noticed right away from talking to you and talking to people who work with you is that's a mutual thing. I think it's just so impressive the culture that both of you have built within your businesses of having a team that you not only love to work with, but people who actually want to work with you and are cheering for you at the awards and genuinely like super excited that they've won. And I think that really see your success as their success. That kind of thing doesn't happen overnight. What do you think it is? Because I think that's the thing we talk about a lot is it's hard to find labor. It's hard to find the people that are like that. And what do you do? But it seems like it's an effortless thing for both of you. How does that happen? I think like for me, I feel like if I, first of all, the girls that work with SPPA with me, they are some of my best friends from college and 12 years ago, Ashley and Bailey. First of all, that helps out a lot. But second of all, like the way I would like to be treated as an employee, I think that's a big thing and that goes a long way. And we brought this up yesterday was little things like don't dagger the little things. Like, do you have to go to a chiropractor appointment? Do you have to do this? I always say, hey, look, go do that. But at the end of the day, like what I care about mostly is the work's done. And I know both of my girls, they go way over and above more than anything. And I'm happy to give back to them as much as I can for the work that they do. And I think that's really brought the, besides them being really good friends, you know, and I trust them. I trust them so much. It's your business and it's your baby. And so you're basically giving your baby to these people and you trust them for that. And they give you back. It's like a unconditional love with your business. Yeah. I know Joey talked about it in the magazine. Maybe we printed it or maybe I'm just remembering it from our own conversation. So I'm sorry if this is something no one else has, has heard, but just talking about how he likes to go, takes his family to Disneyland and you just go, it's fine. And I think in a service business, though, that seems unusual because those schedules can be so important. But yeah, it seems like you have a good balance of, hey, go live your life and work and do what you want to do with your family. And how do you manage that? What Danielle said is like trying to think about what I need in my life and and how I would want to be treated and employed, the things that are important to me. I think we focus probably in every business, but at least I don't even really like to talk about the money because this is not a super high paying industry. Like you talk about, oh, nobody wants to come to work. It's hard to get employees. Why would they want to work there? A lot of people are probably amazing people. Like I have grumpy days, but I think overall I'm cool to be around. I don't yell at people. Like I just respect people and talk to people the way I want to be talked to. Yes, Joey goes to Disneyland. <laughs> you know, but I want. Did you, you hear know, that, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's been a couple times. <laughs> Is he uh, one of those super pass, no blackout guys? I don't want to speak for Joey, but I think that Joey's wife and family loves Disneyland. I know that he likes to go with his kids. He's a super involved family man. Does he wear a little Mickey Mouse fanny pack when he's there with a the little? Uh, <laughs> Do they ears? have matching shirts? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you this, matching I, family. I've never seen this before, but if there's a picture of it, we have to get our hands on it. So. He's uh, over here. Donnie's going all the time. He's going today. See? Okay. So, you know, there, and there's Donnie and Donnie's one of my right hand men too. He's our repair manager, but a lot about them too. What's interesting is like Joey and Donnie are a great example. They're two super young, very talented people who just naturally we cross paths. I didn't like, I guess, like advertise for the job that they came to me. It was just that we naturally cross paths, but 
they have become very close. There are two like main repair guys and they thrive off. It's like, a you know, some days you hear them, neither of them will ever let one get away with a leaky glue joint or it's like, oh, that would look cool if it was straight, but it's obviously not straight. You know, it's just a lot of ball busting that happens. But I think that's part of the fun part of this job is that I try to have good boundaries with people in regards to like having your friends. I'm always curious about that with Daniel. I know that the girls are you're close with, like there can be issues where if you have friends and it's probably why we talked about, I don't like reprimanding people or like getting on people's cases. And that's part of the reason why people get away with stuff. But these people are like family to me, like they're super close and you do have to be careful with that, but they've become very close. They're friends. I do not do well when we have someone on our team that doesn't get along with people. They could be a great pool guy, but it takes more than that. I'd rather you actually be like not that good of a pool guy and just be a really good person, be a pleasure to be around, have clients like you. And as long as you're safe and making good decisions, if you get complaints about dirty pools, it's not the end of the world. I just need you to be, you know, responsible, contributing member of the team and get along with everybody. And we just have that. I think that's probably part of the reason why people want to work here is because like everybody's friends, at least at work, friends. You talk about it that way, but what we talked about, it's culture, right? And so I think a lot of people get into business, at least in the pool industry, and they go, people don't want to come and work. They don't want to come and net and brush and do all that. But then you see a lot of the business owners not creating that business culture that you guys are creating. And so we had a little bit of a conversation about it. And I was thinking about it last night at midnight as I'm trying to go to sleep, right? And so I go into my pool nation world. Culture is not something that you can say today, I'm going to go learn what culture is and go implement it tomorrow in your business. And culture is something that to me, the older I get, the more I think of it, culture is what's embodied by that lead person, by who they truly are. And so in your case, Dustin, you really care about your family, that business culture, right? And if somebody's going to come in and wreck that, you have a problem with that because to you, it's very important that everybody get along, that you're this big united family so that people want to be there. And when you do have the flexibility, which is unheard of in our industry, to be able to go, look, as long as you get your work done, man, Joey, he's on the 405 headed over to Disneyland. And by the way, it's early over there. It's only 10 o'clock in the morning. So we're going to have to see what time you clocked in. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, all jokes aside, the more I look at the companies that really thrive because of that, it's because that's who the leader is. And that's what drives them in business. And I think for both of you, It's the same thing. We talked about it with Danielle. Danielle, everybody that I talk to always talks about the fact that your customer service is second to none. And I don't think that's something, and maybe you can correct me, I don't think that's something that you go to the girls in the office and say, okay, we're going to answer the phone. And I've done that before, by the way, in hotels. It's like, we have to answer the phone within the first three phone calls, and this is how we have to act. And For you, you truly care about the pool pros because you've been in the industry forever, and you feel like they're your brothers and sisters, right? And I start looking at it, and it's in order to create that culture, the people truly have to live it. It's who they are. And I knew Dustin, we were going, oh, but if you think about it, everything that you do drives that culture within your business. Yeah. It's, what did we say? It was like, it's like unintentional company culture. <laughs> right. You know? um, Cause yeah, like that's a really interesting topic to me. That's you know relatively new on my radar. And I was saying like, uh, I think Fluidra is 
really good at that. They have really smart people who like specialize in this stuff and they may have like a director of company culture there or something. And so like when I learn about that and see that you think on a small scale, that's cool. Maybe in the future we could figure that out. But I guess you're right. It's embedded in what we do every day. And I don't know about the customer service part of it, but reading a script or, you know, being required to answer within three rings, like that's, you know, measurable, but having people that are just genuinely like nice to be around, like I get so many compliments about so many things. Like when Donnie goes and does a repair, I'll get a text. It's like, Donnie is great. And I'm like, what did you say to him? Like, <laughs> sometimes it's like frustrating because people love Donnie. They love Joey. They love all these guys. But like, I think it's just because they're genuinely super nice people. It's not anything I taught them, but when it all comes together, we're, I guess maybe some form of a and I think customers know like when you're not being genuine and I think they feel that as well as your employees, as well as just the way you are in life. You can be real or you can be fake. And I think fake is actually easy to pick out. But if you can be real with your employees and your whole business in a whole, I think that it really shows and it will reap benefits for sure. And we're not saying that you're never going to have a bad apple, right? As employers, we have bad apples. But I think when you create that culture, I think even your other team members are the first ones to flag and say, hey, we got a problem. Every time on our team, whenever there's just somebody's not pulling their weight or is causing a problem, it's always a group conversation of, hey, this is a problem. And we talked about it yesterday again. You always know, like there's just like this rhythm that's always going. And then when something happens, you know, and that stuff really affects me. So like when someone's just negative or like bringing some weird energy on our crew, even though it's just one of however many people like, and maybe customers don't know or care, they're not complaining. It bothers me every single day, you know, just knowing that our rhythm's slightly off. So I think that's, it's important to just try to keep that negativity away from the team. And then everybody's just. I think another thing too is for me, I think it's okay for employees or people to have a bad day, right? And let them have that bad day and don't get down on them. That is huge, I think, because everyone has a bad day. And so if you let that day go and then the next day you come back and things are, they're always going to get better. So don't dwell on it. Don't be the boss that gets pissed off that they're having a bad day and they're not doing it this right way and everything. Just let it go over your shoulders and move on to the next day. So what I've heard from both of you that I think is really interesting, like in this discussion of having a hard time finding people and retaining people and all of that, I think what I heard from both of you is like the benefits you provide are outside of just a paycheck. There's some of those intangible things that I think people really want in a workplace, which is someone who understands that they have a life outside of work and understand that's just as important as what they do when they show up and that those things are valuable. And I think that's hard to find. When you talk about people being real or being fake, I think sometimes as a business owner, you feel like you have to be a certain way, even if that's not who you are genuinely as a person. And sometimes it's just let that go and just be you and just treat people the way that you would want to be treated and not the way that you think a boss needs to treat people to get the results that you want. So I think those intangible benefits are things that you just can't put a price on. I try to think of the things that don't involve money that I can give people. Many times in a job interview, I almost feel like I'm trying to sell to you why I think this is a really cool place to work, especially if you're a person I really want to come work for us. But I usually don't even really talk about the money until the very end. I just try to talk about what I think is, it's just hard to get. You aren't going to get the freedom and just the overall independence that this type of job can give you. You're not going to get that at any other place. What you can get is more money other jobs just pay a lot more money. And I think as an industry, we're 
at least speaking for myself, the efforts that I make to try to improve our industry so that we can charge more money is we need to make more money as an industry so that we can pay more to people so they can afford to work for us, especially where we live. It is unbelievably expensive to live. If you don't have a strong dual income in a household, it's hard. That's tough to make it work. Sounds great. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors when we come back. I know Megan's got some really good questions for you guys. I think wasn't I thought that was all my good questions. I think that's all I had. You have more, one more good one that okay. you came up right. with. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast is over. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray, all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series 
Series FOSS Remove or FOSS Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. The next evolution in lighting is here. Universal Color Logic 2.0 from Hayward. The latest in pool and spa lighting was designed with you in mind, making installation a breeze. Upgrades include a detachable cord and first-of-a-kind adjustable lower catch to overcome variations in plaster thickness. As always, Universal Color Logic lights retrofit into virtually any in-ground pool or spa while delivering industry-leading vibrant color. Visit hayward.com to discover more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. We're talking to Dustin. We're talking to Megan. And Danielle is MIA. <laughs> right. is MIA. She'll be right back. She'll be right back. Everybody, what we'll have to do is we'll have to tease her as she comes back in. She's going to be like, oh, my God. And so when she comes back, we'll be like, hey, great answer, Danielle. That was awesome. Absolutely. I can answer questions for you. Any insurance questions? There you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you guys were having a very pretty detailed insurance discussion the other day. I, I feel like yeah. you could talk a lot about insurance, which I feel like we need a podcast of just people asking Danielle insurance questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Insurance is super interesting. I like to ask her questions about, let's say I broke this. How would we deal with that? Would you cover it? <laughs> would you not cover it? What will Danielle cover? What will she tell me now? Yeah. It's interesting to me because my business insurance, I have people who sit behind desks, right? We're talking really low numbers, you know? And so when you guys started talking about what it takes for your policies and workers' comp and all that, I was just like, my mind was a little blown, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah, it's lots of big numbers getting thrown around to yeah, protect absolutely. a lot of people, you know? Yeah. But it's interesting when you think about there's just so much liability in what we do. And that's why it's even more important to invest in the training and the just having people out there. It's dangerous enough just to be on the road mm -hmm. driving around. So putting electricity and chemicals with water and it's just we're so exposed that it's important to have good insurance, but also have good training and have guys that know what they're doing out there. So, so many random things that can happen on the way here. He's like, hey can you tell me like what kind of claims you've had? I'm like, let me just pull them up. And there's 10 pages long. We're just going through them. Yeah. And it's... We have a, a column in the magazine about horror stories. I think I, yes. I would love to read about your insurance claim horror story. We want to do... I want to do a podcast with him with just about claims because there, yes. there's some funny ones. There's some like, you are dumb. And then there's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's good because I think there's that like human part of you that just likes to see a disaster. It's a good education too of all the things that can go wrong and all the things that like you maybe don't think are a big deal, but someone might actually sue you for. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, I think it would be great. I think it would be like a three pager for sure. All right. You, you got to space it out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to change up your column and it's going to be horror stories of the pool industry. <laughs> I like it. We'll do it around Halloween. Perfect. 
And do, do the little pictures. Remember, who was it that used to, there was somebody that always used to put a horror, I think it was yeah, something, the, IPSA, right? Yeah, or horror the, files, right? Horror it was, files, it was like the worst, yeah, yeah, yeah. always the worst plumbing job. And it whatever. was, they would do the one picture. And it's funny because it worked because every time I grabbed it, that's what I would go look for. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Well, like if you remember like the old YM teen magazines, those things you always read were the crazy, yeah. like, this happened to me. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So let me ask you guys. So you guys, obviously you've built your businesses. You've gone through a lot of that learning part of your journey. Now that you've made it to where you are today, what's next for you guys? <laughs> you, go. <laughs> you, you go first. <laughs> okay, this is really cool. I think we we're talking about this before, but for me, it's I've got to a point in my life, my kids are not grown, but they're six years old now and they're at school full time. And I finally felt like I've hit this plateau and like I was saying, I shop too much. So I said, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I need to start something else. No, but we're going to start offering all insurance services through the SPPA. We're going to connect right now. I got licensed in four states. So we're in California, Nevada, Arizona, and Louisiana right now. We're still applying for other states, but workers comp, liability insurance for pool builders, commercial auto. Commercial auto is really hard to get right now. They're about a month out for any kind of quote. It's just crazy. But bonds, everything, just liability or not liability wise, commercial. We're going to connect the pool industry to other insurance products. I'm not going to do any personal lines right now, but it'll all be commercial. But that's going to be the next goal. And I just really want to be SPPA, the spot that people go to buy their insurance and get the great customer experience and come back for more. Did you ever think through everything that you were going through, because you're pretty big now and you're probably one of the biggest ones in the industry, if not the biggest? Yes. Yes. (laughs) We are. Yeah, right now we're the largest. And you're the largest, right? I'll be honest with you. I remember watching you. 15 years ago at a little booth with a little trifold <laughs> pamphlet, right? And you look now and, and I know you're going to say no, but you've become the beast in the industry. You're like the top of the industry in, in your field. Did you ever see yourself going, how do I take this to the next level? Yeah. I envisioned myself when I first started this, like in the back of my head, I feel like everyone has that like goal. And I envisioned always like this big building and tons of people working there and offering all lines of insurance and just like growing it into a beast and making it just an easy place to buy insurance. So I've always envisioned myself to have that. I see, you know, I say five-year goals. I see it happening in the next five years. I see it being huge. And I'm going to be there to get the best rates. Right now we're starting with general agent to buy all of our insurance from, but eventually I like to go direct and get really good rates for everybody. You know, I'm here to fight for the insurance needs of pool professional. That's what I've always been my motto. I'm really excited about it. I'm actually, that's what I'm super stoked about. Working, when you first start a business, you work 16 hour days and you're just pushing. And I feel like I'm about to do that again. I've been to get to the office early and now I have a family. So it's a little bit different. I'd stay there to 10 o'clock at night before. If I could, I would now, but you know, I find myself looking down, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to be six o'clock. I got to get home and feed my family. So I see myself doing that now, starting this new part of the business, but I think it's going to be good. And I think it's what people want. Yeah. That's where I see it going. So did you hear that though? This did not happen by accident. This was the plan. Yeah. This yeah. was the plan. No, I love that so much because I think sometimes as women are supposed to be kind of like, oh, we just, this was not an accident. Like this woman had a plan and she went out and executed that plan. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it. yeah. I love well, it. And it's a male dominated industry. And I'm sure we could probably go down that road and hear some horror stories of when you started, right? Probably going, here's this 
pretty little blonde girl that thinks that she's going to get into the pool industry and thinks that she's going to grow this machine. And here you are, 2024, and you're the biggest in the industry. That's pretty cool. That's a huge accomplishment. You know what? It was really cool. I was at this little tiny show and I feel like we insure IPSA members and IPSA has always been kind of a weird thing, but now, you know, we insure IPSA members and this guy came up to me and he's been in the industry forever. We got to talking and he stopped and he goes, you know what? I'm super impressed what you've done with your business. And I almost started crying. I was like, <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> I'm done. Throw down the mic, you know, but it was like, finally got the recognition. I don't really get that recognition a lot. And and I don't actually dwell on it, but thinking about it, sometimes I'm like, I don't think the recognition is actually there for how large this company it really is. 100%. And I don't know why. I think there's a lot of other companies that do get it, but it is big. I look back and I go, holy crap, this thing is huge. We just got 108 new members this last month. So we grow tremendously every month. We're going to grow more. I'm excited to bring everyone with me. My little crowd. And make that transition easier because we were having a conversation. And even when we talk about workers comp, right? I think that's something that you say, that's one of my, what I call trigger words. You say cash flow and people just, it triggers their minds to go, bye-bye. I'm not interested in the conversation, right? You talk about workers comp and people automatically like, it's expensive. What a nightmare it is to have employees and have to go through that workers comp and, and do all those things. But I don't think that there's anybody probably within our industry that's willing to talk about that and break it down and make it so that it's so easy to understand and Mm -hmm. simple. And here's what you have. You've built the trust because you truly believe in taking care of these children that you call them, right? (laughs) These people. And that's it's true. It's exactly how it is, right? Like you really believe that's how you run your company. To be able to look at that and go, okay, we have the general liability, we have all that. How can we bring something that's going to be very easy? And think about it for a lot of us that are in the trenches and growing, man, how much time are you going to have time to go figure out what workers' comp is and understand it and learn it and manage it? But here comes Danielle and is going to be able to add that to the service that you have. How many pool pros aren't going to go, man... This is the way we've always wanted to go, but we've been scared because of the workers' comp and all that kind of stuff. But now we have somebody that we trust, that we know, and gosh, it's a little bit more affordable than we thought it was, right? And we can do it. And I'm excited that part will elevate the industry just a little bit more. Dustin, like we were talking about, right? Like we just want people to be able to build these machines and these businesses. And that's a huge obstacle to going from the whole 1099 situation that we have in our industry to go into payroll. Insurances, it's intimidating to, you know, I always say like, I don't speak insurance language. So I need to ask questions in layman's terms. And yeah, I need you to be able to translate how this actually works. And ultimately just tell me how much does it cost to make sure that I'm protected the right way. So it's really cool that, especially you're going to start doing all these new policies. I think it's good for the business. I think in the next year, we'll see a website that you'll go to. And whether it's general liability, workers comp, all this stuff, it's going to be an extremely easy process. And you'll basically be able to end of it, especially general liability, plus press click and you'll get your quote right away. You can pay right there and it's going to be so simple. And you'll, of course, get a phone call from our office, but the simplicity of it is going to be a lot easier, which I think, I know for me, I don't like to go online and do all this stuff. I like to be simple, done, get done. And I think, Megan, you were talking about that. You just did your workers comp the other day Mm -hmm. and it was so simple and easy. Yeah. That being said, though, also has been a pain. I wish that I could do this all with the same company, 
And that just is not how it has worked out. And so we have really great customer service for our health insurance, but not so much for any of the other of our insurance needs. And so, yeah, it would be really nice if I could just go to one person who does a good job and they could do it all for me. Because so for our workers' comp policy, our guy actually stopped doing insurance. and I had no idea. And so I kept emailing him and asking him questions about our policy. And he never got back to me. And I'm like, do we have a policy? What is happening? No, we did not. It had lapsed. And he oh, never, wow. never got back to me. I had no idea. And I was just like, how long has this been like this? And I've been trying to contact you. And you apparently aren't even in business anymore. What is going on? It was awful. Bummer. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a bummer. I mean, fortunately, I don't have people sit behind desks. So we don't have a whole lot of risk involved. Involved in our business, but still, like, I want Purple to. Tunnel. Well, yeah, but it's like I want to be on the up and up. Like, I'm not trying. Like, yeah. I was trying to get a policy. Like, it wasn't happening. What is going on? What is happening here? We run into that a lot. You know, a lot of the stuff in the last years I've given away to other people, and what really hurts me is that when those people don't show up for them, and that makes me look bad, I feel like. And then I'm like trying to contact them and everything. So when yeah. they don't show up for those people, and that's why I want to bring it back, or I do want to bring it into all through the SPPA so that people do have a one-stop shop mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. So I am going to say this. One of the things that I enjoy the most is watching people grow and their businesses grow. And then all of a sudden they start to succeed. Most of the time I freaking get emotional, right? When I'm able to see <laughs> that people are, because really the goal is to elevate everybody, right? And so Megan, you probably see this a lot because you do talk to a lot of people. Like you're mm-hmm. in the same spot. We get to interview a lot of people. You get to go with ride alongs to see pools and then see them succeed and get the 30 under 40 and get the recognition that they want. So that's always been exciting for me. I will say this. And so I have Eric from the Western. He's a really good friend and I'm not allowed to say bad words because he'll call me and say, (laughs) you're not allowed to do that, right? Good for you. And I always call him and I say, you're probably one of my true friends that's really willing to call me out and be like, don't do that. So I appreciate that. I am going to ask for Eric to forgive me for this one. I'll say a little bit of a bad word, but not too bad. So Eric, you can call me and you can chew me out again. I'll take it from you for this one. But I do need you to know that obviously we've seen your business grow and you have become this beast in the industry. And even though if people aren't giving you that recognition, you are a badass in the industry, right? And you're very passionate women's event. She came out to the very first women's event. She came out to this year's women's event. You know what she did? She bought gift cards for every single woman that attended that event and gave them gift cards to that event because she's passionate about the women's side. So I've enjoyed to see your company grow and I'm really excited to see you. you take it to the next level and just be that dominant one in the industry. It's fun to see you grow. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Congratulations. All right, Dustin, go ahead and follow that. What are your plans (laughs) in the future? Scrubbing pools. Good luck. Just cleaning up turds and pools. Uh, telling Joey he can't go to Disney. Yeah, we're yeah. going to actually just pull back the whole Disneyland <laughs> thing a little bit, tighten up a little bit. Yeah, I can't say I have formal plan for the future. I like to just say, like, sharpening the spear, like trying to polish this thing up. We're constantly looking to maybe bring on better accounts and get rid of some of our ones that just aren't pulling weight. I'm probably, our company in regards to skill sets, I'm probably one of the weakest links because I came from the field and now I'm basically an admin person and I stand behind a desk and I 
literally just learned how to use a computer in the last year. Like I ran this company from my phone and then graduated into an iPad. And my wife, Jackie, thank God for her that she has good, she's computer proficient and also somewhat patient and she does roast me really hard when I ask her the <laughs> stupidest questions. But How do I send this email? Yeah, that's a real question for me, dude. I'm not joking. It's, it's really not good. I'm not very tech savvy, but I'm getting better. So I guess that would be a goal is as I seem to be becoming better at using a computer and learning how to make spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff. I think the company seems to be getting more efficient. And so I would say that's probably the biggest focus for me is just try to get better at my job so that I can create opportunities for the guys to do what they do best, which is service and repair pools. Yeah, so. I love that. You cannot, continuous improvement is, that's an admirable goal. I think a lot of us don't focus on that enough. Like you, you get those big visions of going out and doing new things and adding new products. And it's like, no, what can you actually get better at that you're doing now that will make a huge impact in your business? And it makes a big difference, you know? Like when you look at the cost of finding a new customer or adding a new a new product or whatever it may be, probably the most efficient and most profitable thing you can do is fix all of the things that you're not doing right now. And there's always something that can get better. Always something. I'm obsessed crazy. with that kind of stuff, I, which is another reason why I like to go to like manufacturers and stuff because that lean manufacturer and continuous improvement, like I love it. Yeah, there's opportunities in my company that would probably blow your mind. I mean, you talk about going and getting new customers. That's like the last thing that we need to do because we're leaving so much. It's not just money on the table, but opportunities to do better work. Mm -hmm. It's already here. We just have to, you know, basically I have to figure out how to organize it and put it on a platter so that these guys can take care of it. We have the skills, we have the manpower, we have all the right people in all the right places, but we just have to get better at polishing it, sharpen yeah. the spear. And then yeah. I work on it every day and it's a slow, it's a slow process. I learned so slow. And there's some people that have been, my wife is super helpful, but then, you know, I even have people that customers are like, we'd call them partners, people that I work with all the time. We're buying things from them and they just have this unbelievable talented people that work for them that like just like spreadsheet assassins like they can do stuff so quick and they've been super nice to me shout out to angelica and randy at vivo aquatics they've been extremely helpful for me i call them with questions all the time and they help me but i have a long way to go yeah so i think these guys are both at that place where that they tell you you need to get at as a business owner where you're not working in your business you're working on your business that is so hard it's so hard to get to that point and it's so hard to let go of those things where you're actually working on the things that can make you more efficient and make you more money and make you a better company that's it's pretty good on you guys. It's I think that's fun. where we all aspire to be. I'm definitely not there yet. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I'm glad you said that because you're right. That's something that everybody said to me when I was coming out of working in the business versus on the business. And I will tell you, there's been, that's so true. It literally felt like the last 15 years, I've been so busy. I didn't even have time to send an invoice for the work that we've done. Right. What is the point in doing the work at all if you can't even have the time to ask for the money to be paid for it? And I'm finally at the point now we're working on the business. And if I go away for a couple of days, the wheels continue to turn. Some would argue they turn faster. So, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's funny because we had Eugene on and, and he was the one that we did for the business and he was on the podcast. And we asked him, what are some of the things that you would do different? And he said, the number one thing that I would have done, he goes, I would have slowed down a little bit because a lot of times I was trying to make more money 
and I had this diamond, but instead of polishing this diamond, man, we were just cutting it to move on to the next thing. And he goes, man, and we burned through some people. We burned through customers. We burned through opportunities. He goes, I really, looking back, I would have slowed down a little bit and I would have sharpened my craft a lot better, he goes, and we would be in a lot better situation. Because I think a lot of people always think you have to scale, you have to scale, you have to scale, you have to grow. And that's what matters. And it's not. It's really about how profitable can you get your business to be. They say if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. But but I don't think we're very good at saying what growth actually looks like, right? And sometimes it's not adding new products and getting like 100 new customers or clients that month. Like sometimes it's improving what you're already doing. And I think that's a really good perspective. And I think too, for both of you, I feel like as a business owner, it seems like the timing for both of you was really important and how you did things. And I love Danielle's story of I got to the point where I was bored and I needed something new to do. I think it's okay to do that. Like I think it's okay to have times in your in your life and in your business where it's not the most important thing that you're working on. They've got young kids at home and sometimes that has to take the priority. And I think it's a good perspective to be like, this doesn't have to be the most important thing in my life right now. It can still be profitable. We can still do a good job. We can still be there for our customers, but I'm not killing myself every single day to make it happen anymore. I mean, this is a good reminder to people that success doesn't have to look like working 24 hours a day. Right. Now, I do have one more question. We're starting to run out of time because believe it or not, we've been here for almost two hours. I believe it. Just to let you know, and it feels like it's been like 30 minutes. I do want to ask Dustin one more question because you haven't talked about this, but you are now the president of the PHTA chapter over where you're at. You want to talk about that for just a second? Yeah. I mean, there's not a ton to talk about because we haven't accomplished anything yet. (laughs) Um, I've been a part of this group for the past four, maybe three, four or five years. I know COVID stalled it out a little bit, but yeah, like our group, it's small, but we've had some success. I was dragged into this thing by our buddy, Javier Payan and Ken Howard. A couple of clowns pulled me into this thing. And my buddy, Mark Arlene from Pentair basically said, Hey, there's a group of people that are in San Diego that are the top of the food chain in regards to trying to make the industry better. Why aren't you in that room? And I joined this group and then they had asked at one point, Hey, do you want to participate in helping on the board to come up with ideas. And then in 2023, I was on the board and I just felt like, hey, if I'm going to be a part of this, I really want to try to make something happen and just get some momentum. And those guys, we worked together to, I thought we had a pretty successful year. We had a few meetings where had a good amount of people that came out. We did a cool training series, like a four-part training series. And Pentair, Jandy, Hayward, and Ray Pack showed up and did these cool little trainings for us at Alpha Water and Oceanside. And We did some stuff there. And then this year, I think we really got on board with PHTA. We were formerly still being called APSP, Association of Pool and Spa Professionals of San Diego. That's through merges over the years. But PHTA is the national name for this thing. So we are now PHTA of San Diego, and they've elected me to be president for this year, maybe two years. And I've got some pretty cool people that had stepped up and wanted to be on the board as well. It's a small board. I just wanted to Shout out Bree and Tara from Pool Corp. Really cool people. I've got Aiden Dunn, Pool Man of the Year. And then Christina Chandler from Pentair and Daniel Nicholas from Jandy, who everybody loves Daniel. And and Javier still participates a lot in what we're doing. He's just there to advise and, and help us get to the finish line. But if all goes well, we're going to have a cool product this year. We're going to have two cool meetings and possibly a holiday mixer or something. But our goal is to just, we always used to say just uh, education, professionalism and best business practices, try to give some kind of education or presentation that promotes that for our industry. Because as you guys know, we need it. 
you know, we need to be more professional and we need to learn more. So I feel like people don't have time, don't see the point in participating in these kind of things. So let me ask you, do you feel like you put more into it or get more out of it? Me personally, I put more into it, <laughs> but I have benefited greatly from it in the past. I guess the reason why I say that is because I think I know everybody now. Mm -hmm. The biggest part of what we do that's successful, take everything else away, is the networking. I've built friendships and relationships with people through doing this type of work that have helped me, not just in the business, just in my overall life and the things that I do. You can't put a price tag on that. And, the, you know, I don't put a ton of time into this. It's not like I'm, you know, working on it for eight hours a day. I try to put a few minutes every day, whether it's just, you know, making an Instagram post or sending an email or whatever, but it's a little bit of volunteer time. And what I really want, you know, my overall mission is to, you know, I want to leave the industry a little better than I found it. If for some reason my children decide that they, they want to get involved in the pool business, I'm not going to push them to or ask them to. But if they do, I sure as hell want it to be better than the way I found it. And I'm going to keep pushing to make it better. And then if they do get involved, I'll push them to continue to do the same thing. No pressure for Abby or Rogan to <laughs> take over the business. But if they do, I want it to be better. And I just want people to do better and be less, you know, this industry is has not been very professional over the years and it is getting better and I can see the needle moving and it's, and that's exciting. I think we're part of it. It's just PhDA as a whole. And then just in San Diego alone, our chapter, I think is part of it. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Bree is over here listening and she goes, let's go, Dustin. Yeah, Bree is that's awesome. Fun. Bree, I did see the list of work. So we were talking about the whole PhDA thing and he's got a laundry list of stuff for you to do, man. So you better be ready, Bree. <laughs> well, Bree has volunteered to do multiple things. So exciting to have, so, have some good help. Yep. So Bree, prepare because we talked about it, man. He's got 17 things for you to do and like maybe only three for the other ones. So get ready to rock and roll. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take our Final word from our sponsors. When we come back, I want to get some final thoughts. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. 
Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. The next evolution in lighting is here. Universal Color Logic 2.0 from Hayward. The latest in pool and spa lighting was designed with you in mind, making installation a breeze. Upgrades include a detachable cord and first-of-a-kind adjustable lower catch to overcome variations in plaster thickness. As always, Universal Color Logic lights retrofit into virtually any in-ground pool or spa while delivering industry-leading vibrant color. Visit hayward.com to discover more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We're talking to Megan, owner of the Pool Pro Magazine. We're excited to have you here. It's always fun when you're on the podcast. Thanks. I like doing it, too. Yeah, I I like it. (laughs) And we're talking to Dustin, Precision Aquatics, right? Out San Diego, Yeah, you said Precision Pools when you did the... I did, right? All of a sudden, I looked at your shirt and said PA. So just to let you know, I think probably I'm grateful that John's not here because you know what John does on the podcast? He'll like call me out in front of everybody. He's like, hey, (laughs) idiot. Did you know what you just did? You just messed it up. It's not Precision Pools. There are multiple Precision Pools out there. I just want to set the record straight. My company is (laughs) Precision Aquatics. There's even a Precision Pool Tile Cleaning, right? Yes. And I am not that. You're not that. You don't do that. You don't do that service. Mm -mm. Precision Aquatic. Sure don't. Boom. And we are speaking to our friend Danielle, SPPA slash owner of Louis Vuitton. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days you're going to come back and go, yeah, I own own partnership with Louis Vuitton now. Oh my gosh. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I feel like every time I talk to her, there's like some new business in the works that her family's like partnering (laughs) with or doing something on (laughs) her. Did I get a picture of you last night? We didn't get a picture together last night. Oh. 
Oh, we had to take a picture of her in those boots. We had oh, to post that. My boots. Yeah. I love those things. Oh, man. And they're only for nighttime. They're That's only for nighttime. Said. Yeah. And those and are my night boots. Let's, let's not even talk about the price. We'll go on to the next conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, let's get some final thoughts. Oh, man. Final thoughts. I think sitting here, so I wanted to say thank you to Pool Nation for one, because the 30 Under 40 program has grown so much in the last couple of years, and that definitely is in part because of our partnership with you guys. And so thank you for doing that with us. It's been so much fun. Thanks to Dustin and Danielle for taking the time to come all the way out here to talk about this. This whole thing is a bit of a commitment, right? Like you got to fill up the nomination form. You got to get people to vote for you. Then you got to go to Vegas and show up in your fancy clothes. And then you're not even done yet. Then you got to come to Dallas and buy some Louis Vuitton stuff. <laughs> and it's a whole thing. So I really appreciate both of you being willing to do all of that. So thank you for that as well. I am continually impressed by the people in our industry. Just passionate, smart entrepreneurs out there just doing their thing. And it's always my favorite part of my job is getting to meet people and hear their stories. And that's the cool thing about 30 Under 40 is all these new people that I don't know yet that I get to hear their stories and hear what they're passionate about and hear what they're good at. It's just been amazing. And thank you guys for all being part of that. I appreciate that. And thank you for playing with us with the Pool Nation Awards and obviously growing that, right? You've been a big part of that and a big partner and, and our visions align, right? We want to sure. recognize the people in yeah. our industry. So that was an easy... Yeah, it worked. It made sense. Yeah. It made sense. So, yeah. So we'll have to come up with something new. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's start <laughs> spinning that. We'll have to come up with something new. All right. Dustin, so final thoughts, man. Yeah. Just thank you for having me here. This is cool. For anybody I know, just watching it's one thing, but being a part of it is very cool. And Megan, thanks for just wanting to talk to us. I know that it's your job, but just having an interest in what we do means a lot to me and my guys. And I think we're really proud of what we do every day, but for somebody else to be interested and then write an article about it or ask me my opinion about a product or something, like it really means a lot. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. And to everyone else out there, I do want to talk to you and I do want to hear your opinions. And so please do not hesitate to reach out. And that's the only way that we get better is getting feedback from people. Well, anyone that knows me knows I have opinions about (laughs) this industry in regards to, and and even with products and things. So it's cool to talk about it with somebody. Mm -hmm. And then it's cool, especially if you ask me about a product that I really like and I get to tell you about it and then you put it in your magazine. (laughs) And then I think it's good for everybody. So you're you're a spokesman for a few things in Pool Pro this last year. That's right. (laughs) Talking about you, IPS. That's 100%. 100%. (laughs) Love you, Chuck. But yeah, thank you very much. And Pool Nation, you guys, what you're doing, it's changed the industry. I know it seems like a long time for you, but just like this short amount of time that you guys have really been putting this effort in, it has changed the industry. We now have a place to come for education and to build a network and to learn about all of the super talented people all over the world doing pools. It's really cool what you're doing. Super proud to be a part of it. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Danielle, before I go to you, women are a huge force in the pool industry out of our nine full-time retail staff for our ladies. Yeah, yeah. And then Michael is going, couldn't agree more. And then Brian Croissant, great show, ladies. Great show. He's always a big fan. I like Brian. Final thoughts? I just want to say this industry, I hear it's Pool Nation, right? And 
I think of it as a family and you guys have done so much for, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to win the 30 under 40. I'm not going to be this age for very much longer. (laughs) So I know I'm not, but I just want to thank you so much for that. And just to know that Pool Nation is a family. I consider all pool professionals as my family. And I think that's one thing that you'll, if you're a member of ours, you'll feel that. You guys as well have become family to me. And as I come out here more and more, I think I maybe should buy like a little condo or something because I'm out here so much, (laughs) but I just feel that. And I come out here and I do feel that as well. So I want to thank you guys both for that. And and I look forward to us growing together. I see us all growing together and continue to do well and just see this industry just explode. It is amazing what you guys have done, but it's going to get better. And I think all of us have that vision. I'm super excited. So thank you. Absolutely. And it's awesome when we're all on the same page, right? There's no hidden agenda. The true passion of it is really to grow the industry from every aspect. Can I do one thing? I always say this. I'm like, what up, Joel? That's oh, my cousin. I almost forgot about that. You saved it at the last minute. Yeah. You He's normally... the one that has four girls. He has four girls. Oh, no. And runs his own company. So and what up, Joel? What up, Joel? Big <laughs> shout out to Joel out there. So anyways, I want to thank you guys so much for coming out. I know that it is a huge time commitment. It's difficult for a lot of people to say, hey, I'm going to stop doing what I do and get on a plane and go to Dallas and go hang out with Edgar and be on the podcast and stuff like that. It's a huge commitment, but we really appreciate you guys. A big congratulations to both of you. Super excited that you both won the 30 under 40. And I honestly can't wait to see what you guys are going to do next. And we'll be able to have you on the podcast again and say, hey, remember when you only had 70 pools? Remember when all you (laughs) offered was this? And now you guys are these big, huge mammoths in the industry. appreciate that. So everybody, I hope that you guys have a great weekend. Megan, thanks again for coming down. Drive safe back home and have a great weekend. Catch me and John next Wednesday on our Instagram live. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com. 